How can you reach your health and fitness goals without feeling overwhelmed or defeated? I learned things the hard way when I started my journey almost a decade ago. Now I run an online business dedicated to helping women avoid all of the mistakes I made along the way. In this podcast, I share the lessons I've learned in my own journey and in helping hundreds of women through theirs. If you want real results and an approach that is sustainable for, well, real life, then the Fit to Live podcast with your host, me, Sydney Tollett, is going to be your new best friend. I'll see you inside. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here and just for supporting the show. If this is your first time listening, hi, welcome. If not, hi, welcome back. Um, Today, we have a little bit of a different type of topic that I'm really excited to bring into this. So we're actually going to be talking about honoring God in your fitness journey. And I think that this can come in many ways. I think that it's something that I've grown in and continue to grow in for sure um, over the years. But I posted about this topic on my Instagram And the response was just like really, I guess, unexpected. I was like, I wouldn't say I was nervous um, because truly at this point, I, I, I just don't really, you know, care if someone disagrees or whatever. I think I just didn't really know what the response would be. Um, But the comments, the DMs and just how people mentioned that it was like very encouraging and that, you know, even though sometimes it's hard to hear, it was what they needed to hear. It just, um... Yeah, it was really cool, and I just really want to be more, I guess, obedient to what God has revealed to me um, in hopes that it will will help some of you guys. And um, honestly, with with all of this, just to clarify, I, I personally believe, because I know the term, you know, whenever I say honoring God in your fitness journey, I think that that term is definitely thrown around a lot and you know everybody kind of has um maybe different meanings that they ascribe to that term um you know for some people it's lowercase g uppercase g for me it is uppercase g and i believe that i personally have peace and peace with god a relationship with god through jesus um and i believe that jesus is the way and no one, you know, comes to the Father except through him. That is fully what I believe. And so I just want to clarify that um, I believe that God created the universe, not that he is the universe. So whenever I say honoring God in your fitness journey, that that is my personal belief. Um, but come as you are. Um, feel free to skip this episode if you're like, um, nope, not my cup of tea that's totally fine. But if you maybe are just kind of curious, still feel free to come as you are. And this episode is absolutely not to condemn anybody, to judge anybody. Um, My transformation and just like some of the realizations that I have had around this topic honestly have just been from continuing to seek Jesus more, 
know him more. Um, and by doing that, I just feel like my love has increased for him more. And just like the revelations that I've been able to get from his word have increased. Um, so that's really where this episode is coming from. Definitely not from a place of condemnation. Um, but for those of you guys who don't know, and honestly, I feel like at some point I should do an episode on this, but it's just not fitness related at all. And my whole podcast is like health and fitness. So I don't know, playing around with it, but Um, For those of you guys who are not aware, uh, God has definitely changed my life so, so much the past like 10 months. And I just want to be sure that I'm like stewarding my platforms well. And I thought that this would be a really good topic to touch on. So we're going to hit on four different ways that we can honor God in our fitness journey. And the first one that I want to talk about is the one that I posted about on my Instagram, but I'm going to go a little bit more in depth here um, in this podcast format, and that is music. So first thing that I want to kind of talk about with music um, is just like a little bit about my journey before I get into some scripture and some different tips and whatnot if you're struggling with this, but I just want you guys to see where I'm coming from. So I was so deep into secular rap music. I mean, I'm talking like every day, every song that I played, like I literally, literally, if you guys even know who this is, but I had like NBA Youngboy was like my phone background. I was like always memorizing lyrics. Like I was so deep into like secular rap, hip hop, etc. And I, and not to get into my entire entire journey of fully really like surrendering my life to Jesus, but I definitely, I had some periods in my life of conviction that I would just kind of like always ignore. Um, and I had, there was like one period probably like oh, two, maybe over two years ago at this point where I had like really been convicted and had really started to make some changes and then like a lot of stuff in my life happened and I like kind of definitely turned away again and like that's for a whole nother story but whenever um whenever I really really surrendered my life to Jesus back in was it March end of March of 2023 is when everything changed with my music it was like a 180 but I just want you guys to know my background was absolutely not that. And the things that I listen to looking back now, you know, I can really see clearly like how much darkness and how much darkness was in the music that I was listening to and how much it was really impacting my life, my decisions and my views of God and just so many other things. But I just want you guys to know it has been a process. And um, whenever you you know, are on your journey of like getting, you know, knowing Jesus more and um, just faith in general, sanctification by the Holy Spirit is absolutely a process. And so I think that's actually something too that unfortunately I see a lot of like if anybody posts anything about, you know, their relationship with God and um, maybe they're a newer believer and people are just, you know, attacking them for certain things that they aren't doing or whatever are doing and not understanding that like sanctification really is a process it's not an excuse but it is it is a reality and it is a process and so 
before I get into this, because I definitely have at this point with my music um, <laughs> done a full 180, but it took a lot of time and it took a lot of um, the Holy Spirit working on me. But I really do hope that I guess by me talking about this, that it can kind of help you move along in that process, because it really did just bring much more negativity into my life than I really realized. Um and now looking back, I just see how it was absolutely not honoring God. But anyway, so that's just like a little bit about my journey so that you guys understand that like, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, girl, how'd you do it? I'm like, girl, I promise I understand the struggle because it was like my identity was in like secular rap music, um, sadly. But anyways, so it's been a process and I want to give some scripture whenever it comes to music. I'm big on pulling scripture into things because I mean, I think that's where we get truth from. So I have a few that I did want to bring up. So the first one is James chapter 3, um, verses 11 through 12. And just for context of this passage, this is the passage where it's talking about like taming our tongue, um, which is like a really great passage as a whole. But I just kind of pulled part of it out and it says, and I shared this one on my Instagram, but it says, can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grape vine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. And to me, that verse is just like so convicting when you read it because it's basically just talking about, I mean, if you're thinking about like, if we're relating this over to music, for example, and we have like this music coming into our ears, coming out of our mouths, you know, if we're singing it or we're singing in our head or whatever, like that's just not honoring God. But then we, you know, we're going to church and we're singing these worship songs. But, you know, this verse is saying neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. And so I think it's it's very convicting. Um, and in the same chapter, it actually talks about how the tongue corrupts the whole body and sets the course of one's life on fire. Like our, our mouth and what we say is so important. And yes, I know it's like music, so you're listening to it. But like if you're listening to it, you know, at some points, you're definitely also, it's coming out of your head, out of your mouth. Um, and whenever it comes to, to kind of expand on that, if you go to Luke, which is, um, one of the, um, one of my, one of my favorites. Um, but if you go to, well, I love like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, I just love being able to like read that, you know, the words of Jesus in those. But if you go to Luke chapter six, verses 44 through 45, and this is, um, Jesus speaking. And it says for every tree is known by its fruit for men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. And then Towards the end of this, it says, for out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. And so I just, I, first of all, literally love how scriptures just tie together so well. Like both of these were talking about like, okay, so can a fig tree bear olives? And then in Luke, it's talking about, you know, for men do not gather figs from thorns. And then um, in James, it's talking about how the tongue corrupts the whole body And then in Luke, it's talking about for out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. And so I think these verses to me have just, and again, guys, this took me so much time, but these are really convicting to me of like how important this stuff really is. And like, 
I mean, it says for out of the abundance of the heart, our mouth speaks. And so if we are okay with these lyrics coming into our heads and out of our mouths, like that's somewhere where we really need to check our hearts. Another verse that I really like, and I shared this one on Instagram as well, but it's in Philippians chapter four, verse eight. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And when I think back to my old lyrics, like even if, okay, whatever is true, I mean, these lyrics were literally singing about like, at least the music I was listening to, like, you know, putting money above everything, you know, sex above everything, woman as basically just like an object to look at and use like that is not truth that is absolutely not grounded in truth and like what the word says and it's definitely not pure either um and so when when the word says you know whatever is true whatever is pure think about such things i think if you are thinking like oh my gosh maybe like my heart is not in a great spot because i'm i am okay listening to these things i am okay you know, saying these things, really think about what you've been consuming and maybe how that's been influencing your heart. Um, because it's going to be hard to to have like a pure heart and to think about truth when that's not what's going into your head. And whenever we meditate and think on truth and the word and what is right and pure, like that is really what changes our heart. Um, another verse that I put in here that I really like personally and I think about it a lot and this is for me I had to do a full 180 when it came to music because not to get too into my past but my music was something that really was influencing how I was living um how I viewed myself my body all of these things and so for me I couldn't just like toy the fence with the music because it put my head and my heart in the wrong spot no matter what, um, no matter what I wanted to think, like, I just knew that these lyrics, like, I could just hear them even for, like, a quick second, and it's, like, my mind's already going back to these other things, um, I really do need to do an episode on, like, the full process of, of how all of this has, like, changed for me, but anyways, the verse, so Matthew chapter 5 verse 30, um, it says, if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. Now, obviously, like this is applicable to just so many things. And so when for me, when I think about music, that was something I had to do a whole 180. And I know some people, actually a lot of people think I'm dramatic for it. You know, I've gotten so many comments of people who's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal or whatever. And like for me though, like it's really this verse ties so well because my music was absolutely causing me to stumble over and over, not even to just to stumble. I mean, it was making me just think more negatively about so many different things that I didn't even realize and leading me into so much darkness that I didn't even like realize the depth of it. But regardless for me, even still to this day, like music is something that I have to just cut it off, throw it away. Not all music, but like the old music that I was listening to because it it does, it causes my thoughts to stumble, my actions to stumble, and it just makes my walk with God so much harder. Um, And so I wanted to share that verse as well, because if you, I do think there's some people, like, I think there's certain songs, like certain secular songs, for example, I actually 
depending on what it is. Um, for some people might be okay, but there's, you have to also understand like what, I think it, like your past depends a lot as well. Now, if something's just straight up not honoring God, that's a whole different story. But like, I even have to be careful with certain songs that are just about love in general, because it just puts it on this pedestal with me. And if you guys know, I went through a breakup and like, I just, I just want to focus on God's love. <laughs> and so even that kind of stuff I have to be careful with. And that's, that's one of those ones that's probably more a personal conviction, but there is definitely a lot of, a lot of things that people will say, oh, all music should be like a personal conviction. And I'm like, okay, if the lyrics are straight up opposing truth, like that should be black and white. But anyways, so those were the verses and the scripture that I wanted to bring into this. But at the end of the day, the music that you listen to is one way. And the reason I say this is, this can apply to your fitness journey is because I was kind of thinking like the music that you listen to at the gym. Um, and I know for any of you guys who are like into rap and things like that, and you listen to that at the gym, obviously definitely like secular rap music is filled with trash honestly um and so this is one thing that you can change to to really honor god more within that now if you're struggling with this because i told you guys this episode is absolutely not about condemnation whatsoever um sanctification is a process but what i would recommend is to pray so much like pray for a changed heart towards your music pray for deliverance because i kid you guys not when i fully surrendered to jesus and like i ended my last relationship and all of that i was immediately like freed from this hold that my music had on me and that had not happened in the past in the past it was very much so like me trying but like i just remember after that and i really surrendered everything and just like i need i I could not even play it. Like I didn't want to because I think that my eyes were so open to how deep of a hole these little things that I thought were innocent sins were like creeping up. And when I finally just surrendered it all and I just saw like how much that darkness was literally ruining my life, like I was completely free from it. Like I do not, it's so, this to me still, I say this, and it's crazy to believe this, that I don't have a desire to go play that music anymore. I used to really struggle with that. I would be like, okay, God, like, I'll try this, but like, oh, I really want to listen to these songs. Not anymore. I don't even like to listen to those songs for like 30 seconds. They just, I, I cannot deal. Um, they make me think about things I don't want to think about. They really bring up past emotions that I do not want to feel, um, and anyways, though, my point is pray for that deliverance, like that full freedom. Pray for a clear vision. I was so extremely deceived with my music, extremely deceived. I thought it was not that big of a deal. And the clarity that the Lord has given me on that and continues to build around that with just the stuff going on in the music industry, like has been so eye-opening. So I think praying for that freedom that deliverance, that vision, um, for just any deception to be removed, for you to have, you know, God's thoughts towards the music that you're listening to, and also read your word. Um, God's word does not turn void and or return void. And I think that I know for me, at least at that time, because I was struggling with like, oh, I don't want to give this up or whatever, I would also kind of avoid God's word and like God's word has truth in it and it will impact your heart and it will impact your mind. And I think 
reading your word more is an amazing place to start as well. Because, you know, if you think about it, if you are reading God's word and you're implanting that in your mind and your heart, and then you go to put on that song that you usually just play and don't think about like, you're going to get some, the Holy Spirit is going to convict you. And I know conviction can be a struggle, but I, you know, I see it as also a blessing and of, of grace and of mercy. So I think just, um, allowing the Holy Spirit to convict you and, you know, even praying for just like the desire to, I guess, to take action on those convictions. But that would be my tips for anybody who's struggling with this. Um, I could literally talk about this stuff for a whole episode, but that's the first way, um, is going to be music. So I'm sure some of you guys resonated, (laughs) um, or resonated, but anyways, so we'll move on to number two though. I think that was enough about music. So the second way that we can honor God in our fitness journey is to not make our fitness goals an idol above God himself and his purposes for our life. Because at the end of the day, we are created and we are made to like our purpose. Our main purpose is to further his kingdom, which can look you know, different ways as well, and to glorify God and what we do. Like that is our main purpose. And anytime that our fitness journeys are beginning to put ourselves and glorify ourselves as an idol in our life over God, we're creating an idol. And the human nature, um, our fleshly nature, like we love creating idols, whether it's a relationship, our body, our career, like we love making idols. And I think um, fitness journeys aren't really one that are thought about that way a lot, but my fitness journey for a while was absolutely an idol in my life. Not only because I was like so, like so self-focused, but I mean, it was taking away from, from so many other things, which I'm going to kind of touch on. But yeah, so that I think is something to really look out for. So just like some things, some like, I guess, examples is like, if you couldn't take an extra rest day because of something that came up that you really felt like God was calling you to do, or you choose the gym over your time with him, or you're so focused on yourself that you don't love others well, or maybe like, maybe you have, you, you've been dieting and you, let's see, I'm trying to think of like a specific scenario. So let's say like, for example, you could diet, but you know that, you know, if you diet right now, it's probably going to put you in a place where you're not going to be able to focus on the things that maybe you know that God is calling you to focus on right now. Or like, I know for some people, this might be something where maybe you've just been dieting, dieting, dieting your whole life and you're low energy and, you know, your hormones are not in a good spot, but you're so fixated on dieting, but it's actually impacting your ability to like have like form better relationships in life, love people better, have more energy towards life. Um, And I think whenever you think about those things, that's, I think, when it's gone too far. Like, if you can't take that extra rest day, um, you 
constantly are not getting in the word, constantly not praying, but you can make time for the gym five times a week. Like that I think is where we really have to do a heart check. Um, now I personally absolutely do not think that having some body composition goals are wrong. Um, I really don't. I think that you just have to know your own limits and your priorities. So by limits, I mean, so for example, I did, um, I did an eight week cut mm, a little over a year ago and that was great. It was fine. It didn't last very long. I saw some good results from it. It was really fun, but I actually, I thought about doing one this past year. Um, and I could have done one. I could have, but I also, I knew deep down that it was coming from a place of wanting more attention on social media and that I was actually really happy where I was and I was feeling really good and I was able to pour more into relationships, more into my relationship with God. And so I knew that decision would not have honored God. But I, there's absolutely a time and a place where I think it's totally fine to be going after body composition goals, 100%. You have to know your limit and again, your priority. So is that to say I'm never going to do a phase of focused on some body comp changes ever again? No, I think that God gave me the passion for this, just the science of our bodies, like I truly do. And he has honestly revealed so much of himself to me as I learn more about the human body. Um, but... I think that it's for me being able to just listen to the Holy Spirit and kind of know my limits and just make sure that my priorities are 100% always in check whenever it comes to my goals. So I think another thing that you can pay attention to to kind of think about this is where you're getting your security and your identity from. Because if all of your like, if changing continually changing your body is just like giving you this sense of security and control or you're doing it because of what other people say and it's where you get your identity from then I think you're your slash our because you know this is something I think we all struggle with um then I think that things need to we need to take a long pause with that because um we may really be making ourselves and our fitness journey um an idol in our lives and we may be looking to that for our identity and our security instead of Jesus <laughs> um, and our relationship to him and our you know eternal life with him so um, one thing too to, to think about with all of this and again when I say this like I literally for a living like I help people on their health and fitness journeys and I do not see anything wrong with wanting to make changes. I'm, in fact, I think it's actually really important in some cases to make some big changes and I'm going to talk about that in point three, but a couple of verses just to kind of think about. So, well, this one isn't like specifically a verse, but in Romans chapter eight, it talks about how our bodies are subject to death, but the spirit gives life. And then in second Corinthians four, 16 through 18, literally probably one of my favorite probably one of my favorite passages it says though outwardly we are wasting away yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all so we fix our eyes not on what is seen but on what is unseen for what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal and when i look at that verse and just like how our body is subject to death, outwardly we are wasting away for what is seen as temporary. It doesn't mean don't care about your health, don't care about your fitness. I'm going to touch on that in the next point. However, are you also focused on, but the spirit gives life? 
inwardly we are being renewed day by day, um, fixing your eyes on what is um, unseen, which is, you know, the eternal, like, is that more so where your focus is, though? Because I think that's where, again, it's not we throw out our health and fitness by any means, but if it's becoming an idol to where you aren't even thinking about, oh, am I being renewed day by day by the Holy Spirit? Like, am I spending time with God? Am I like, am I getting my identity and my security in him? Then I think that's just a priority shift. And and it's honestly, this is why for me, scripture is so important because like I can read this verse and get so just like hyped about that verse. And then I go a couple days and like life just freaking happens and, you know, business gets stressful and I want to do this and I have this goal in my business and in my life and in my fitness. And then for me, scripture is like a perspective, like wake up call on like a daily basis. Like, okay, yes, this stuff is important and God cares about this stuff. Like there is scriptures, like God cares about the details of our lives, but am I forgetting what the real purpose is here? Am I being renewed day by day? Like, am I fixing my eyes on the eternal um, to give me that perspective? So everything just needs to be coming under, <laughs> under God. Um, so that's, that's number two is not making our goals and ourselves an idol above God himself and his purposes for our life, which part of that purpose is to be re- renewed day by day and to further his kingdom and all of that. So that's the second way that we can honor God within our fitness journeys. And then two more. So the third way is going to be taking care of the vessel that he has given you or the vessels that he has given us. Um, I actually, I don't have scripture on this one, but I just had a lot of stuff that I wanted to say. Um, so all life flows from God. Like he actually is holding it every like he holds it all together. It's actually, when you think about it, quite literally so unreal. One thing I've been praying for lately is for more awe and reverence of God. And oh my gosh, is he, is he doing it? Um, and it's just so crazy. Like when you think about it, all life is flowing from God and he's holding everything together. And We literally even have life. This like blew my mind and it's like I knew this, but when I think about it, it's insane. We have life, like not only do we have life and like the breath in our lungs, but like we have life in us and on us, like our skin, our gut, the microbes, like being alive is first of all a miracle, but there's so much life in the world, right? Like despite, you know, all the darkness that's, that's crept in, which, you know, Jesus is going to come back and fix one day. Um, like God is just like that source of life. And, you know, due to just sin's impact on the world, we just see so much sickness and poor health and all of this stuff. And it's not always like a direct result of like, oh, this person did this. And then this happened. Like it's, It's how it's impacted just our systems and like how we live and all of this. But I personally have a strong conviction that one duty of us like as believers is to do what we can to restore life into the world, which is like something I'm really trying to to even push like within um, within my coaching is like helping people truly find like their health and wellness again and just like quality of life because I believe that's what God wants for us. Um, And I believe that God's intention and his will is life and you know while right now we may not be able to see that in full one day we will which is so beautiful but i think that you know when it comes to spiritual warfare um this is a topic that i personally love um 
but it's absolutely creeped into our health because when we when we think about spiritual warfare and just like the influence of darkness in our world like it it infiltrates everything um and it's a hundred percent creeped into our health i mean when you think about even just coping mechanisms and diet quality and i mean i could literally i could do a whole episode on that like that topic i love i was actually voice memoing a friend about that the other day because she posted something and i was like i swear this is spiritual warfare and i like sent her a whole audio about it but anyways um i think that we should want to take care of the vessel that god has given us and i think it's first of all just such a blessing to have health um and just like some different ways that we can take care of our body obviously like movement um i think i think even like weight training um i mean it helps with like bone density insulin sensitivity so many health benefits for that diet quality um eating to improve like our gut microbiome um like whenever i think about the relation of like the fact that god gave us like a whole gut microbiome and that we tend to just like ignore it like that's something that i've just been so so passionate about looking at lately it's so so amazing but anyways um self-control is another way i think that we can take care of our bodies um like especially when it comes to like overindulgence things like that hormonal health and just a little side note on hormonal health and just like a woman's health in general i think it's so cool that the scriptures has that story about like jesus and the um the woman with blood um like he actually cares about that for us and like he cares about those details of us like god created us to have hormones and menstrual cycles and all of these things and he cares about that too and so i think you know what god cares about we should care about as well um and i think if you're struggling with with any of this stuff with self-control overindulgence discipline wanting to fuel your body well wanting to take care of just like your general health um wanting to put your health over you know continuing to just diet all the time like ask god to help you out ask him to open your eyes and i think that just partnering with god in bringing life to your body um there's actually something in proverbs talks about how like a heart at peace gives life to gives life to the body and i think it's just like so cool how connected everything is like if we are seeking god more and staying in his word more and just seeking jesus more like the the mental transformation of our minds and our heart can absolutely have implications then on our physical well-being as well like god is so cool and like how you know, just connected everything is. Um, but I do think that that is a huge way that we can honor God in our finish journey is taking care of the vessel he has given us. And taking care of the vessel he has given us doesn't mean that you need to look like a shredded bikini model. Like that's, that's not the point here. Um, but I do think that, you know, I, I think there is something to be said, like if we're not taking care of our health, um, like I think that is something that we're called to do. Um, personally so that would be number three is taking care of the vessel that he's given us and then the last one that i wanted to touch on at least for this episode is one other way that we can honor god in our fitness journey is by talking kindly to ourselves through our journey um we are created in the image of god and he literally loves us so much um he loves you so much and he would never 
ever want you to shame yourself into change or speak negatively to yourself when you're trying to make changes or think that you're less than until you reach this or you're not good enough for for whoever it is or just for the world in general like he would never want those thoughts in your head like that those are not thoughts of god those are thoughts of the enemy and of the world system that is influenced by the enemy even though they don't even know it um well some people know it not everybody does though there's a lot of deception um that's the spiritual warfare chat um but anyways he would never want you shaming yourself into that change and so i think just like when you're going through your fitness journey, talk kindly to yourself and remember like you are made in the image of God. He does love you. Um, and he sees your heart in that like your purpose here is so much more than just your physical body. So I think that we are called to take care of our health. Um, I truly believe that, but we're so much more than that physical body. And like when you, let's say you are trying to make changes and you're kind of stumbling or you're struggling, or maybe you are making changes and it's going really well, but you're not where you want to be yet. I think it helps to just remember that God looks at the heart and that your purpose here is so much more than if you're to your goal yet. Um, and if you do find yourself kind of stumbling and really struggling with it, God wants to help you through that as well. I actually had a client... Um, this was actually quite a while back, but she was struggling. I don't think she would mind me sharing this. She was struggling with um, just, you know, using food as a coping mechanism. And like when she got stressed, she would, you know, really want to turn to just like sweets and all of these things. And she was a believer. And so I was like, well, let's try this. I was like, you know, let's really try to take that to God. Because like, obviously you're looking for coping. So like, let's ask God to help you in those situations. And like, it was so transformative. Um, and I think that God really does want to help us with these areas that we're struggling with. Like, even for me with my hormonal health, like even still, cause I, um, I'm still working on getting my, like, for, for example, my adrenals still working on getting those to a more optimal place. And so for me, sometimes it's even just being able to ask God to like, help me rest from work, like help me, um, help me understand and truly be able to have peace knowing that, hey, it's okay that I don't get all of this done and keeping you and your kingdom first. Like, I think he really does want to partner with us on this. So pray verses over yourself, though. Um, remember that that God sees your heart and that you are created in his image. And I think um, whenever you are going about the changes that you're making, you know, if you're looking to eat better or um, maybe it's drink less alcohol or move your body or lift weights or whatever. Um, think about honoring God as you choose to show up for yourself each day rather than doing this ugh, because I don't like myself or because, you know, I'm not good enough for this person or whatever. I think thinking about honoring God as you choose to show up for yourself and as you choose to take those actions um, can help a lot. So that that's going to be it um, for this episode as far as the points that I wanted to touch on. Obviously, there's a lot of other ways, too, that we can honor God in our fitness journey. And there's still definitely some that, like, I'm continuing to, like, be convicted of. And, like, working through, again, sanctification is a process, um, especially. And it's a process. And, like, it's also something where we continually have to renew our minds and our hearts and, like, stay in the Word and stay in prayer and all of this stuff. But anyways... Um, I hope that this was a valuable episode. If you listen to this and you like these kinds of episodes, let me know. Just feel free to send me a message on Instagram. I would love to bring more 
you know, scripture-based conversations into things. I just, I don't know. I feel like for me, there's so many topics that I would want to touch on that aren't even fitness related that I'm just trying to figure out like how I want to go about this, but would definitely love to hear if you guys want to hear more of it. Um, I hope that this was helpful. And if you are, again, maybe you're listening to this and you're a new believer, maybe you are a you know, a seasoned believer, maybe you aren't a believer at all. All walks are welcome here. Um, This is just like, you know, my convictions and where I've really grown, um, especially over the past year. But I hope that this episode was amazing for you guys and edified you. And I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.